0: You are now experiencing technical difficulties. This is Adam, and we are playing Rain. Uh, Kind of. This is sort of going to (laughs) be a a session 0.5 as we finish up our characters, catch uh, Dan up on the um, choices that the other players have made about the company, Um, and just generally have some shenanigans as we figure out what this whole campaign is kind of going to be about. Or at least what the company's about, until I do terrible, terrible things to them. So let's uh, introduce our players, starting in uh, t- Discord order from the top. Dan, go. Hi, uh,
1: this is Dan, and I will be playing Roscoe Holst. I swear to God, the random j- name generator generated a Holst for me. Go back nice. and listen to the, mi- uh, the mi- uh, microscope sessions if you have any idea, uh, want any idea
2: what that's about. All praise. He's the a shot huh? pilot. Yep. And then All we right. have Ian.
3: I am playing Silent Reading, a uh studious and uh not altogether uh scrupulous <laughs> uh Murnau uh who specializes in the acquisition of knowledge for the uh, uh the um uh library, the uh what do you call it, the Alexandrian library. There you
4: go. All right, Greg. This is Greg. I'm going to be playing Kurt Howling Echo. Kurt is originally a civilian, he is a Gene Pal League champion uh, several times over with his beloved pep pup and Soul Edge. Um, He eventually became uh, forced into early retirement and, using his wealth, ended up becoming recruited as a patron of the Alexandrian Library. And eventually, Alice, in using his skills in both trained animals and fighting, is a full-bore agent of Alice. He is a half-human, half-Myrnau hybrid.
0: Can you describe what your character looks like, Sir? (laughs) Well, I think that's part
4: of what we're going to be discussing tonight, but at least what I had in my initial mind, unless we change things with what Ethan has in mind for now or anybody else, um, very tall, very large, uh, has a light blue carapace with like matching light blue tuft of hair around his upper chest. Um, he is missing one eye as a consequence of a fight in his youth, uh, other eyes yellow, uh, I'm assuming part of the gene is having him f- being fully bipedal. Not sure how we envisioned the pedality of the Murnau. <laughs> uh, and his other remaining arms are used as arms with digits, as has been g by humans. Also, thanks to having a... 7 out of a possible 9 in beauty in the <laughs> considerations of the galaxy uh Kurt is impossibly hot
0: impossibly beautiful I love it He is the biggest most beautiful blue champion in the world and his one eye is lost with a single graceful scar across your brow It's perfect mm-hmm. it's beautiful Anyway uh Jared who are you playing Hi, Internet.
2: Uh,
5: I am playing Kai Uhila. Uh, Kai is uh, at least... worthy to be a regular human, though he does have this strange birthmark and some weird abilities, so eh, you know what? It's probably nothing. It's probably fine. Uh, Kai is a a Polynesian-appearing human, uh, somewhat broad-shouldered and bulky, covered and tattoos, with streaked gray hair and a, a gray streaked large bushy beard, uh, looks like a grizzled Vietnam veteran. A little twitchy, a little impulsive. Technically, the navigation officer and uh, I don't know. Are we calling them bards?
0: Yes,
2: the navigation
0: officer,
2: the, yeah, the navigation officer
5: and bard of the crew, uh, but. Prone to getting into lots of bar fights, lots of them.
0: Hates sailors.
5: Hates them. Uh, ha- having previously been press ganged into by my first reckoning a pirate crew, though I'm open to to adding and saying a slightly different kind of crew. Uh, it, it, he has an innate distrust of any ship crew that he hasn't met before
0: mmm wisdom add laura
6: what are you playing i'm playing Tema miles she her um she's about five four lithe with a uh, very dark brown skin because gene engineering around here why would we accept uh solar damage you gotta have that melanin yeah um Black hair, buzzed on the sides, and short on top. Um, Visually, I am baseline human. That is definitely not what's in the genes. Somebody decided that there was going to be a super soldier package. That was a combination (laughs) of all the other super soldier packages out there in the galaxy. And somehow they shoved them all into me.
4: (laughs) Every single one.
6: And what do you do on the crew again? You're the cook? I'm the cook. And the quartermaster. Except when we're off the ship. Then I keep that asshole out of dying in those barb rolls he likes to have.
0: Uh, Because they're great fun. I thought
6: you
1: were also a sage.
6: Well, I... Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Because and we need at least one knowledge character. I know a lot about a lot of things, okay? <laughs> there we go. Especially history. Don't tell us anything about them, but, you know, except for with inaccuracies. We know I'll this. I'll tell about.
3: you. I mean, hey, well, I don't lie to my crew. Uh, oops.
2: <laughs> I mean, oops, except sure. for practice. <laughs> cool.
6: I, I do the logistics. I know some history. I know how to keep you guys probably from dying in, you know... Small squad level fights. I'm better at trying to keep us all from dying over the long term and, you know, pointed in the right direction. You need trivia? I've got that. Now sit down, shut up, and let me be your field medic.
1: Be the field medic. But do we have anyone that knows what we're looking at as far as what we actually want to acquire?
6: Yeah, of course. Me. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Oh, yes, and also I do some fire elemental stuff. It makes cooking mm. so much easier. I have great temperature control. Oh, God. What?
0: It's uh, There's a joke in there about being hot-headed.
6: No, that's, no, no, that's me. Job. Yeah, exactly. Okay,
0: so going back up to the top. Oh, God, what is... Who put what? Uh, what?
4: Where are you? <laughs> are you in active game chat and seeing what I just posted?
0: I, I am, and I'm a little bit... Confused and strangely aroused. Um
4: well, I mean that's Dom Church's <laughs> Twitter
0: I'm um, Shocked. shocked one, of I the, you.
4: one of the artists he follows does has done a series recently on B Alien boyfriend, and I will not deny that that is and a huge chunk of how I've been visualizing them right now. <laughs> that's
6: awesome. I have to admit that that is that'll do attractive.
0: That that will do. Yeah. I'm I'm down with it. Um
1: Oh, hey, so, so a re, reappearance before before we go back to something more serious. I assume at this point that one of the gene modifications most humans have is the ability to just change skin color, possibly with a cosmetic to make it interesting. So, you know, cool. purple, whatever. I'm
6: down Shiny with green.
1: It. Exactly. Uh, yeah. uh, chlorophyll. Have, a, have some lunch in the sun.
6: Yeah.
5: That makes sense. I've, uh, in, in my uh, backstory stuff, I've Essentially, given that ability to the, the ship's counselor so that nice. they can be whatever uh, skin tone calms the, the person that they're working with. Sometimes it's green, sometimes it's blue.
1: Oddly enough, it's an idea that was in Jack Vance's Demon Princess stuff from like the late, six, low, late 50s, early 60s. Nice.
6: So with it's like a way ahead of the time. Humans with chloropath- the chlorophyll in their skin tone showed up in the back of my textbook when I was nine or 10 as science fiction ideas that we could see in our lifetime.
1: Okay, the chlorophyll I saw in old man's ward, not, not in the vans, but the you know skin changing color is like, why not?
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: It, it solves so many problems, which it's shouldn't
5: be problems. Yeah. Slacking All these scientists, scientists. are slacking. Well, where's my chlorophyll?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, give it some time. So, as I'm looking through you all's beautiful, wonderful, perfect characters, I'm thinking uh, about your company and the fact that we have... How many of how you many are there? There's five of you? Five. Yeah, aren't we missing uh, one point in the company? You are yeah. missing one yes, point you are. in the company. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now is the time to discuss... So I have questions. Dan We may have answers.
6: That point into might, we I think we can argue that the company has access to guns and maybe armor.
0: No, so a point in might would mm-hmm. say that you have access to Say a small company of Marines.
6: We are a small company of Marines.
0: No, you're a small company of troubleshooters. So you see trouble? The- you shoot you it. Shoot
1: it. This, this is my question. Is the company the Alexandrian, which has a massive organization not under our control, it or is, is the company a... this ship, are we an independent contractor to the Alexandrian, or just we operate independently because that's how the, the units operate? It I think
2: the,
0: It is the second. Okay. Um, looking at it from a game mechanical term, companies can exist as independent units of other companies.
1: Okay, and that's where we are. Cool. And that's uh, where you are. Even I, I thought it are. was something like that, just wanted to confirm. So before we talk about where we put the point, what is our mission statement? Because I assume it's the same for all of us. We'll get there. Okay. I want to
0: answer Ethan's question first.
1: What was Ethan's question? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Why is happen? Ethan
3: speaking in the third person? I think I think my question was like, if you have a like if a zero point in in a in a company thing does not does it like like the the, the player character group is not one of the points.
7: Correct right, is what I'm saying. So like
3: if we have a zero point in something, doesn't mean we can't go kill people. It just means we're going to be the ones who go kill people. We don't have guys to do that for us. It's also worth noting
5: there are actions that can be taken to
3: temporarily boost uh, the mm-hmm. company stats.
5: Yes. I, I started looking at them. Uh, then Which my eyes Involves spending money. Out. Yes. Not
0: always. I, I can. Well, no, it's, a, it's uh, one of the I'm options
1: of higher people. mercenaries. Well,
2: yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So to increase my, you have to like inspire people or pay them. Um, to increase influence, you have to inspire people or intimidate them. Um, and like to join you. The one that you cannot do without is sovereignty. Yep. No company exists with a sovereignty of zero because then there's no reason for you to be together. What's okay. our
1: sovereignty yet? Two. Two. All right. So, what are the stats that we have at the moment?
0: So, at the moment, you all have an influence of one a sovereignty of two, and a treasure of one. Um, and
1: the, and there's treasure. more than w- one other stat, right?
0: Uh, yes. yes. There's also might and territory. Ah. Um, right. So I'm, well, the way I'm envisioning it is territory in a space fantasy setting that we have all created willingly together with with pocket monsters and mecca is um is going to be a base of operations um so that su- such that if you all had a carrier ship that the hypatia could dock with that would be one example of territory one if you all had a large um US naval US navy style naval base that the hypatia could Land at, and you all could draw resources from. That would be territory two. If you all were drawing f- directly from the resources of, you know, the Alexandrian Library's organization at a manufacturing planet, that would be territory three. And yep. then to get to territory five, which is as high as it typically goes, then you're talking about a multi planet organization that's all doing what you want it to do at the moment. So, what's what's changing with the setting is not the relative power levels, it's the scale. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
4: That makes okay. it feel like my vote would be a point of territory.
2: Well, do I, we
0: I, I do will we. say if a other if another company comes at you with might, and you cannot defend
7: it's not good it' lose you
5: the
0: territory will fucked
5: yeah, true, true. I would think might would make more sense, given some of what we've said about how Alice operates and how we as a crew are operating, you know we're not outwardly operating as agents of Alice. we're not saying, hey everybody, we're the CIA. we're pretending to be a, a freighter that isn't worth anybody's notice, and although the uh, intelligence freighter. service is an open secret. They are technically an espionage entity.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Right.
6: Why would, why would the freighter company have might one?
1: Marines. For protection from pirates.
6: I mean, that's my job. Yeah, they're the people yeah. that you tell to go fuck up those guys.
0: That's
5: fair.
6: Yeah.
5: Right, A security personnel.
0: Yeah.
6: right. Okay. I, I also think we will need to get um, our sovereignty up to three at some point.
1: Can you explain I think why? Indeed, but...
6: Be- because getting reasonable, typical loyalty within a CIA outfit makes our life much easier when we don't have uh-huh. to worry about somebody selling us out.
1: So we don't have to worry about the tigger you know, betrayal reflection kind of stuff.
6: Going not off all five. the time
1: oh right oh come on
5: what's the point of t- being an intelligence apparatus if we don't have to deal with double agents
7: um
1: <laughs> it's less stressful
7: <laughs> we did did really
1: don't really need an- dust mode with everything else that's going to be going on dan
5: dan buddy hey. with all due respect did you really sign up for an atom game and expect not to be stressed
1: no, but I just, you know, that's one of the ways we don't need to be stressed.
4: <laughs> so it, it sounds like we're going...
1: I'm just figuring lots of body horror, it'll be fine.
4: <laughs> so it sounds like we're going Might 1. Cool.
1: Um, maybe.
4: It's up
6: to Dale. It's his point.
1: I mean, He's there's dead. a lot of temptation there just to go to t 3. But you know what? Yeah, we do need to be able to defend just in case. So yeah, Might 1.
2: Okay.
5: And if if there, if anybody has reservations about having Might 1, we can also think about the fact that this is a covert operation, it may not be outwardly apparent that we have might one. There might be people who are ostensibly the janitorial staff
6: who are actually ninjas.
5: Weird.
3: That is a good point. It's, I it's, mean,
1: I had to trade someone. Hooks or something.
6: For I, I am thinking of of this as I have a an on-ship job and an off-ship job. I'm sure they have on-ship jobs and... Oh, look, somebody else is coming on ship. Now I have a different job.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What I'm imagining here is that in the grand tradition of Holst Floor, um, Floor Holst, everybody who has ever been a janitor for the Alexandrian library has also been a hyper-competent death ninja. (laughs) It just assumed that your start as a hyper-competent death ninja is as a janitor. Because that's the grand tradition.
1: Because that's where you learn the blend in thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just how it goes. Yep. All right, so...
1: I mean, I didn't intend to have a stealth pool of nine, but there it is, it's what I rolled.
6: (laughs) So I'm sorry, a stealth pool of what now? Nine. (laughs) That's That's a lot of stealth. Maybe you can keep me from getting noticed. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Stealth, what's that? Yeah, Precisely.
1: Yeah, that's that's assuming you know where I am at any one time, which you you don't. The other thing is, with the uh, martial path that I've gone with, I'm always moving. Always moving.
6: What's your martial path?
1: The insouciant monkey, which gives (laughs) you a free dodge roll, basically, on any action, which means every action, as far as I'm Uh concerned. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Perhaps we should share for the listeners what our uh, martial paths are. Oh, yeah, do it. So starting
0: did. in regular order. Again, Dan, please explain how how did you come to learn the martial path of Insouciant Monkey? Well, it's a funny
1: story, but uh well not funny story, it's a tragic story. Um Ross, my my, my family was killed in a uh extragovernmental massacre at uh, Willow Station, uh led by basically infamous, infamous criminals. Um I I was left alone at a very young age, and uh but at a relatively young age, my grandpa, who was one of the other survivors, finally found me and started me trading. For what, you say? For vengeance. So we're going to find those guys. I'm going to find those guys. Or that guy. Or that guy and his pals. And then there will be no more. And there will be much rejoicing. But that is how he started down the road of, hey, he's not there. He's over there. Why is he over there? What's that sword doing?
0: Where, where did that even come
1: from? Okay. So that.
0: Is that he's a a bouncy motherfucker.
1: He is a bouncy MF, yeah.
0: Good to know. All right. Uh, Dan. I just just said you. Um, Ethan.
3: I don't have a martial path.
0: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) why would I need to
3: fight? (laughs) I have have people for that. Notably my (laughs)
0: friends. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Greg, did you pick one up?
4: Um I also do not have gene pa- uh martial pass cuz I have gene pals my own fighting capacity and my mouth to fight so Ex-
0: explain sir what you meant by that cuz I imagine that our dear listeners could take it any number of
4: ways Um I did pick up animal companion because as a gene pal trainer I I kind of need animal companion. <laughs> and um, I also picked up the advantage cannibal smile, which deals on a successful body plus fight check bite damage with shock, one killing plus one D Ooh. and also plus one D intimidate to intimidate with my smile. So um, that
0: sounds
3: very exciting.
4: Uh,
0: antlion mandibles is what you've got. I mean, pretty much, but you're also beautiful. I'll take it. I, you know what? Listen, at some the beauty point,
5: standards of the universe do not need to conform to our human
0: norms. Absolutely not. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. All I'm saying is that at some point you're going to be in a bar and somebody's going to come up to you and say, you have beautiful mandibles. And it's going of to be part. a whole ass thing. Of course. So, um, uh,
4: yeah, I, I found other uses for my experience to spend on other than Marshall Path. Maybe Marshall Path will come up later in the campaign. But for possibly. now, no. Possibly, possibly.
0: Jared? Please tell them, because I'm so excited about it.
5: Dear listeners, I have to assure you in advance that I am not making this shit up. I could not make this shit up. Uh, Kai follows the path of the crazy motherfucker. The path of the crazy motherfucker cannot be taught. It can only be learned, specifically by people who have accepted and even relish in violence and bloodshed. Kai spent an unclear quantity of time not getting along with a pirate crew that he was working with involuntarily and may have gotten in some fights over that time and now anytime he's armed with a, uh, an energy rifle he's a little bit scary to look at it's a beautiful thing
6: yes Laura. it's a wonderful distraction for me <laughs> and, how, and
0: how is he a wonderful distraction for you
6: I am cool under fire.
0: Which you literally cannot take if you have taken the first step in crazy
2: motherfucker.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird. Um, yeah, I don't get angry, scared, confused, conflicted, or anything else when violence happens. I get the job done. I have been trained... With weapons since, uh, well, probably before most people should be handling knives. For cooking, I mean. (laughs) Like
0: it's any different
6: for you. Well, (laughs) no, but that's not the point. (laughs) The point is, I could probably disassemble a gun about the time I was age five. Yeah, that's super fucked up and put it back together, without extra pieces. Are you a child soldier? Yes! Okay. I've gone over this! Okay. I mean, so- they <laughs> didn't put me in a war, but I was definitely trained!
0: You're a warrior monk. Speaking of yes. Star Wars. You're a warrior monk. Yeah. You're adjacent to a child soldier.
6: I was thinking the Mandalorians, but you know. There's not much Don't difference Don't say that there.
0: word, we'll get DCMA'd.
6: You already said! <laughs> DMCA'd. You already said. I'm trying to avoid it. All right. Uh, anyway, this is how I shoot people while I'm giving you all first aid.
0: It's true. Seems like a uh, choice.
6: Yeah, somebody's
1: gonna. I'm do I'm it. just saying, are we not all child soldiers? At least you know, Roscoe's training began when he was the, before, younger than twelve.
4: Well, I, I mean, know. Kurt. Kurt was a street rat, so. Uh, like a, self, a self-trained <laughs> child soldier. Well, yeah. that's the worst kind. Yep. Yeah.
5: Likewise with the the street rat, and and since Kai is so scarred and graying and with weathered, uh, and it's unclear whether he's fifty or really rough thirty-five. I, I can't <laughs> answer whether he was a child soldier because I'm not entirely clear when his fighting career started, and frankly, neither
6: is Kai. Let's just be clear. I have a veteran warrior from being raised wild. It happens. It happens. She was Isolate- raised by. Isolated-, human wolves. Isolated weapons cults are a thing. Human wolves. Um,
5: okay, but, but in a setting with gene engineering, human wolves might be a thing.
6: I human didn't say that. Wolves
0: definitely are a thing. You know, if people want to imagine furries as not being suits, that seems
6: fair. I think that was, that happened pretty darn fast.
0: Yeah, I think. that's probably the first thing that happened. So
6: <laughs> let us let us really return adopted.
0: let us return for a moment for to your crew mm-hmm. and talk to me a little bit about whom you have chosen to have as named members of the crew.
2: Mm.
0: So that's going to be important later. Uh, Dan, have you had a chance to think that through?
1: Oh, yes, yes, I uh, obviously haven't checked the, the document. Uh, don't know, no, 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 where is it? Roscoe's current posting is to the Hypatia as a senior pilot. And he was more surprised at anyone that after a few months, he had fallen into a romantic and otherwise entanglement with the ship's, I don't know, legal counsel for negotiating dock rights or embedded journalist, union representative, some sort of, you know, bleeding heart type that's not actually on point for our mission but takes care of the crew. And we'll, we'll just call her Gracie Swalzerbink for, you know, because it, it fits.
2: Nice. As because, far as so, you know.
0: This is how I'm imagining Gracie. Gracie is not a Gracie. Gracie's a fucking shark. She's a longshoreman. She's a union organizer. There you go. And works with Alice. Because Alice is the least evil organization she can find to work for.
1: That is, yes. that's
0: Not not evil. Least evil. Least evil. I mean, you gotta go
1: somewhere.
6: And somehow she ended up in the CIA part of it.
0: Of course she did. That's where the union is the most important. (laughs) Guess who (laughs) argues with you about when the security folks have to have mandatory breaks? Mm -hmm. No,
6: they should have mandatory breaks every six hours
1: weirdly roscoe is never standing anywhere near her when these discussions take place ever
6: (laughs) or at least you don't see him they should have breaks as often as they need them if you don't have breaks and get enough sleep you're very ineffective as fighting people
0: (laughs) she's very she hates arguing with you i agree with her that's why she hates arguing with you
6: i'm sorry sweetheart did you want a fight and then she backs down because you're a terrifying death machine. I, I can do, I can try and do verbal fights. Verbal fights are hard, but I can try.
0: Exactly. Don't, wait, don't you, don't you not
5: have native fluency in any of your languages? Are you sure you can do verbal
6: fights? <laughs> I don't have a master die in any of my languages. I have five dice in both my native language and the common trade language.
5: Look, I, I, I know that I'm going to reap what I'm sowing right now. I'm just going to remind you that per the rule book, if you lack a master die in any language, the GM is allowed to ask you to make a language roll any time you try to explain something.
6: Oh, I know. I know. That's why I punch things a lot.
1: It is, <laughs> it's in that random roll that got her this ability. Yep.
6: Yeah, that's pretty great. Um, Ethan, who
0: is on the ship with you and... Describe... How the engineer is yours. The engineer folk.
3: No. Okay. No, that's me. Mine's my brother. Who's also brother
0: doing here. He's
3: a, I mean, he's basically, um, he's got the same sort of, uh, background as I do. You know, he's an academic. Um, he's always been more, uh, popular than I am. His name is cheerful humming. (laughs) (laughs) And basically, um, so, you know, that old uh, joke about how, like, there's two guards and one only lies and one only tells the truth. Oh, dear That's God. you, too. Oh, Well, Cheerful Humming, like, he's like, we're both like experts in like, uh, you know, ancient history and knowledge and, and hunting down information. Uh, but he's just like really open and tends to like, you know, he's, he's everybody's pals. People really get along with him really well. Uh, they all like him. People don't really like me very much. They think I'm eerie and off-putting and uh just not very pleasant to be around. Uh but I'm really good at just like you know lying to them about things. And
6: being sneaky.
3: And being sneaky and getting things that I need. And uh my brother also good at getting things in a more, you know, straightforward way. We form a really really good team, honestly, when we work together. Oh yeah, you do. Also because like to a lot of people who aren't Now they can't tell us apart. (laughs) (laughs) So often they won't know which one they're talking to.
0: (laughs) Y'all are literally the twin guards. (laughs)
4: Like you
0: (laughs) This is an Ethan character, and I'm so here for it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I am so pleased. This 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 is what I'm here
1: for. Ethan, you might want to write up your brother just in case they take the wrong one. <laughs> oh.
4: I mean, I can tell us apart exactly, but none of us can. <laughs> well, I mean, Kurt probably can. But... Being half
6: for now,
0: all yes. right.
3: But anybody with the sort of like you know the renowned background of being able to tell the 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 small difficult to discern uh you know details of morale physiology that that you need to tell hive mates apart uh will have no trouble.
6: Yours- would hearing or sight be more useful? I think
3: it's YouTube a hearing party? thing. They're mostly, okay. uh,
0: right. They're mostly, yep. uh,
4: they're very vocal. I found
6: extra die in that. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: Greg, Inside. tell me about your totally not pocket monster uh, league champion. Okay. And, and and who is on the ship with them?
4: Well. <laughs> I suppose I could have chosen as your target either of my gene pals, but that kind of defeats the purpose of the character. Um, I also could have chosen either of my... The other... M- the other points of my love triangle or my bitter rival who ended up ruining said love triangle, but instead I chose something else. And if we're just digging this Pokemon metaphor into the ground, um, it is the gene pal professor. Misty Bay remains with the jetty, a Zusanthian scholar who specializes in the care, breeding and synology of gene pals. Um, he is the one who first, um, scouted Kurt and realized he had potential so he gave him the money to take him to a Gene Pal Park where eventually he befriended Pep Pup he's the one who gave him the money to um enter the Gene Pal league and win and uh because nothing pays the bills in this galaxy uh professor Misty ends up having a side hustle working for the Alexandrian Library as a knowlages and has also been recruited by Alice for his, their knowledge of xenology. So he ended up also recruiting Kurt when Kurt uh, was forced to retire from the Gene Pal League due to winning, and uh, is what convinced him to join.
2: Okay.
0: So we've got a famous xenozoologist on the. A, a, a well respected xenozoologist who's, who's out doing research. hmm definitely definitely doing research all right uh, jared who did who's on the crew
2: yeah so uh i have
5: introduced two members of the crew uh both of whom are very important to kai uh, the first is dr zun montrose the ship's counselor slash morale officer uh <laughs> Dr. Montrose is a a tall, conventionally attractive, by whatever standards exist in this universe, uh, androgynous, non-binary humanoid with with color-changing skin, because certain colors put different crew members more at ease. They say that, uh, I think, light green is supposed to be very soothing, so that's kind of a default. Uh, And one of the conditions uh, for Kai's joining Alice, as opposed to being sent to prison for piracy, uh, was undergoing extensive therapy. So he has had a very close relationship with the doctor, and uh, it's, it's been helping. Dr. Montrose has, has worked with Kai to overcome some of his PTSD, to control his substance abuse, to try to quit the compulsive gambling. It's not taking, but trying. And, and Kai <laughs> feels like he really owes his uh, second lease on life to Dr. Montrose. The second crew member I've I've added. Pause. Uh,
0: pa- pause for a second. Yeah, sure. I, sure. I want to be clear. You gave me a Deanna Troy sympathy pet that yes. changes colors on command. Yes, you're welcome. Okay. okay
4: I get the I, feeling I just a lot. I get the feeling a lot of us are probably gonna have relationships with Doctor Montrose, so it might be your I, secondary beloved. Like, Tell the timing.
0: Yeah, I, I just want to be clear that like every ship that spends any time in space when space when you, your way of going faster than light is being sung through hell um damn well
6: better have a psychiatrist you
0: really need some psychotherapy on ship and not yeah, not not a semi sentient ai no you need another human damn em- or excuse me sentient trans-sentient to empathize with you cuz that shit's fucking scary
6: okay hey kai that garden you have How much of uh, what you grow there is uh, psychoactive?
5: Well, it depends on how much food we need to create. Uh, (laughs) Though, though tending, tending to the, uh, thank you for bringing that up. I actually forgot. Uh, uh, Kai, as part of his therapy and also building on some skills, he learned once upon a time when he was trying to be self-sufficient because he was dirt poor, uh, tends the hydroponic garden as a form of Zen therapy, uh, Zen meditation therapy uh, so he grows a lot of the produce uh, eaten by the crew and potentially also consumed as, uh, as, as anti-anxiety medications, I don't
3: know
0: <laughs> kids, so that's, that's microdosing LSD is a reasonable pathway towards doing re- anxiety reduction anyway. oh I was thinking
5: of cannabis but yeah that's a fair point. point
0: six of one, half dozen the other don't combine drugs kids Who's your other companion?
5: Uh, My other companion... uh, So I haven't actually recorded uh, their real name because I think at this point... Kai Kai knows them as Penta. Uh, Penta is a five-legged Uridian, or or at least Uridian hybrid, uh, engineer who works down near the engines. Uh, Kai calls them Penta because uh, they used to have six legs, but now they only have five. Uh, it was a tragic day, but now they just laugh about it together. Uh, Penta probably has some sort of derogatory, but like lovingly so nickname for Kai as well. Adam, I invite you to think of one. Uh, Kai, spends- spends a- Kai spends a lot of his free time down in engineering because the soft thrumming of the engines uh, on some level reminds him of the waves crashing on the shores of the islands of his home planet, so it's actually kind of relaxing and after spending enough time there Kai and Penta grew close they became drinking buddies they share stories they uh, play board games together or try to Kai has a really hard time with Euridian board games because they don't have the same sensory organs uh, but he's trying
2: and it's nice nice that. Yeah. alright and uh, Laura who
6: what the hell did you bring on this ship? Libby. 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 Libby, Um. well, we picked her up about two, no, probably three planets ago. Um. She's scrappy, tried to pick a pocket, and she needs to work on her pickpocketing skills. But she's much better at um, helping out in the engineering department.
0: Is she still picking pockets?
6: That depends on how often, um, where did names silent reading um is willing to work with her?
2: Hilarious, uh-huh. <laughs>
6: yeah. But you know, that could have been me, and that's not going
0: to be, yeah, okay, yeah.
6: So you know. Somebody else helped me out and got me into the Alexandrian, and I'm paying it forward.
2: <laughs>
6: we just haven't hit somewhere I can hand her over to the rec- recruiters and the slash foster agency slash. The doctor really needs to give her a full workup.
0: God, what is it with this group and ch- child soldiers? Jesus.
6: All right.
2: I am- one, <laughs> yeah, there it is.
0: Um, so yeah, that that is sort of. I'm sure we'll come up with other NPCs for the the Alice, uh, Agents of Alice company as we need them, but those are sort of the core NPCs. I mean, uh, I'm sure
1: there's a ship's librarian.
0: I mean, there has to be, there has to be. It's not you, no, <laughs> but I was saying that to Laura. Um,
6: somebody with better lore.
0: Somebody come up with a name and put them on the out uh, the the company sheet mm. as a note. It doesn't really matter what their name is. I would like them to be Euridian. because that sounds funny to me
6: I forget the the naming convention for the they Uridians. don't have
4: one That's they're the only one me. that doesn't have one
6: uh wouldn't. <clears throat>
5: I was going to say Zeuxantheon would be funnier, but as I recall, they're the size of <laughs> elephants, and I have no idea how one would fit on the fucking ship. Well, that's we already have one. That's no. the
4: professor. How do they fit on the fucking ship? Not that's well. a question I don't have to answer.
3: He is the, I mean, they, they shard off most of their ancillary organs.
4: <laughs> Ow. Ow. That doesn't uh,
0: hurt. It's you, something that they learned to do from geckos.
6: Somebody yeah. give me a name so I can write. And note the librarian.
3: Oh, hold on. Blaze Pascal.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing it down.
5: Don't um, spell Blaze the normal way. Put put in some extra letter or something.
6: No. <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: spell it like an amber. I don't know. B-L-E-Y-S.
6: <laughs> there. Are you happy? B-L-I-B-L-A-I-S-E.
2: I that's how it's built. I don't know why not <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful
0: that's what they sure. are so here's the thing I have a pretty good sense as your friendly neighborhood genome, of like what the Alexandrian library in this cockamamie kind of crazy ass transapient uh, xenophilic everybody is turning into one species kind of uh, Galaxy I'll come up with, does. They're a gentle CIA slash Library of Congress slash aggressive acquirers of information.
6: And They're, redistributors.
0: Their remit makes sense to me. The fuck are you people doing out here?
6: Acquiring information?
0: Uh,
2: th- we can be more specific than that. As the, as the Bucanista, what, let's see, Ethan, what was the mission that you all were
0: last on that damn near blew up the ship?
3: So there was a library the library is, is recently what with the, uh, what with the what the what with the course of, of, of recent events um has begun to try to like focus on on what many consider really ancient history. Trying to figure out where some of these uh, new like weird phenomena of like space-time distortions and freaky deaky stuff where it could possibly have originated, because it doesn't seem like it's natural. It looks like it's caused by something. So um We've recently been like really doing some like ancient delving stuff. Old catacombs and dungeons and stuff like that. Uh I really neglected. Uh and we were on a planet um that uh had not been inhabited for probably 10,000 years by most estimates. Uh but was still on the charts as like an ancient ancient
2: colony.
7: Uh, human thing like early 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 on
2: Um, and we went there and just right off the bat
3: everything it turned out we were not the first, pe- first people to be to be after it we got into orbit and like there were like three other ships there so we mm-hmm. had practically like a f- battle just to like get down to the planet's surface by the time we did, there was like this three-way battle between different like pirate factions. Everybody was worrying over this there was this big fortress with a big glowing red thing in it. uh It ended up blowing up, so we never really exactly figured out what it was all about. Uh, but we barely <laughs> we barely got managed to escape. Now we got away, so but uh, seems like we're not the only ones interested in studying ancient red, relics right now. There's a lot of money out there (laughs) and it's not all coming from the Alexandrian library.
0: It is not. Um, Do you have a guess of what one of the opposing organizations slash nations slash, I don't know, rich asshole might be.
3: We're going to say one of the pirates is, uh, is funded by a one of the pirate factions is sort of like really uh pretty openly uh funded by a uh by a human megacorp uh, well i was gonna say a noble noble family but it's hard to tell the difference nowadays yeah
2: the tusks um, sure why not maybe the milan tusks yeah Bunch of fuckers, and they are, they are uh, bankrolling a whole pirate crew to go out there and hunt stuff down. All right, so that gives us Milan Tusk and his merry bands,
0: plural of pirates. He doesn't call them pirates, he found a word he had. Well, he didn't find it, he paid somebody to find it. Uh, privateers. Oh, Lord. Um, So he... They're they're private military contractors who have a charter written on parchment from his family to be privateers. (laughs) They're totally not pirates. Completely
2: legal, sort of. Would they name themselves Blackwater? No, that would be very gauche.
6: We're not already gauche?
2: We're pretty gauche.
6: Yeah. Um... On the other hand, Dan, hmm. what was the job that
2: happened right after you joined the crew?
1: Ah, huh. all right. So that was alien planet where a thing exploded, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, this is obviously alien space object that was a lot larger than we thought it was, and it was a lot further away.
7: Ah, and then we were closer. And then we were closer, and then we realized that it was a really
2: small black hole, but I got us out of there. We don't know how they built something on a black hole. It shouldn't be possible. Well, I'm glad... Because after after all, Roscoe is indeed the protector of (laughs) Neo-Vegas, as he is known. I love it. It's great. Laura, mm-hmm. what was the last bar fight you got into
0: with Kai?
6: I mean, it really wasn't any different from the one before that. I know. I know. But before that, but you know, what was the planet? like? Paint was, me a picture. Oh, it was one of those, uh, neon bright, um, new mumbai style uh places the you know riot of color gorgeous artwork dry as fuck ah dusty crammed together kind of places and kai just wants to go into this little hole in the wall that i am trying to steer him away from because it is very freaking obviously a spacer's bar
0: <laughs> and Kai why I- did you want to go to the spacer's bar
5: because it was very obviously a spacer's bar and I wanted to knock some heads
6: <laughs> that, not, I know but I just wanted a drink first I wanted a drink before the bar fight okay
0: can't you get the lady a drink before you all fight I mean fuck I mean fight
7: <laughs> eh tomato tomato
6: <laughs> <laughs> we don't mix the two <laughs>
4: Not with that attitude.
6: <laughs> Can't stay on until after everybody else is knocked out.
4: Fascinating. Hmm. Not with that attitude. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, Greg.
2: As, as a final hurrah, describe your triumph as a Gene Buddy champion. your last big fight.
4: Well, uh, Kurt's last big fight was the final championship, which was probably about eh, two years ago. Um, this was after um, Kurt's most fierce rival, uh, Jared Gerald Tijiri, uh confessed to the other quadrants of Kurt's love triangle that he had feelings for them and thus destroyed any chances he had with either of them. So, um, deeply upset and already being given some, uh, inklings that he was going to be asked to step down. Uh, he and Pep-Up did not hold back, uh, during this final fight. They still speak of the beating that, Gerald and his uh let me double check the Gene Pals book, Care of Our Friends at Best Pal Brigade. Um <laughs> uh, his Soladin, uh which the valiant solar knights um that they got that day as uh the bitter recompense that Kurt could wrangle from Gerald. Hmm. He got the final cup, but it certainly was not as sweet.
2: <clears throat> Oof. Well, in that case, now that we have a sense of where all
0: of y'all came from and how you all have ended up on this ship together
2: uh, close to the Sargasso Expanse. They call it the Sargasso Expanse
0: because people go in there and sometimes don't come out. And it's not clear why. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Hypatia and then figure out the goals you all have as a company.
2: Mm-hmm. So going from Laura back up the Discord order, Describe in a sentence something about the Hypatia uh, with the goal of yes anding. So, Laura,
0: Mm -hmm. uh, given the the description we have now, it's a medium freighter, Mm -hmm. whatever the fuck that means. It has a reasonable amount of internal food production, around 20 to 30 people kind of tight quarters, mm-hmm. and y'all are very clearly an independent hauler or small-time merchant, mm-hmm.
2: if you were just standing on our stoop in real life, mm-hmm. and the Hypatia flew overhead, what would it look like? Um, I
6: would say that it has it it's a directional ship okay the the there is clearly a front uh-huh and clearly a back in which most of the cargo space is like the entire back two thirds are some form of cargo bay mm-hmm um that can be you know we we can um move internal dividers around to make different spaces smaller or larger. But it's reasonably modular in the cargo bay. And then off the cargo bay are some of the um, ship internal kind of engineering. And then the um, cockpit is buried deep in the forward section. So we're not like... Looking at the world through a view
0: through through plasteel. You're intelligent. And you have cameras on the fucking ship. Yes. Yeah.
6: Yeah. No. The the cockpit and the um food growth and the the habitation and um medical bay are buried internally, so that we have some fucking shielding between us and space. <laughs> You
0: don't need shielding in space. This is space fantasy. Anyway, Jared, yes and... Well, we have fantasy shielding. No, then. no, 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 no. Jared, yes and this. Yes and which? <laughs> I don't know. Something in that description. Something in that description. Ah. <sighs> you can go as micro as you want. You can describe your garden in loving detail. Or not. I'm not the boss of you.
5: No, I'm, I'm going to leave the garden uh, open to interpretation. It'll, it'll get fleshed out as we go. Um,
2: <clears throat> so, I think that the shielding,
5: such as it is, is um, kind of clutched together from a few different systems.
2: It, it's not one. Coherent set of shields. That's because
5: the 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 sh- the ship, the crew of the Hypatia, largely operate independently of the resources of the library. Or if it's part of the cover to make us look like we're not backed by a major paramilitary entity.
6: Yes, <laughs> they give you
0: funding but it's seed capital and you need to go and be reasonably independent and not dependent on
2: that damn company. So we've, we've made some modifications,
5: modifications, some potentially questionable uh, tweaks to the ship uh, out of some combination of necessity and strategy uh, and uh depending on the day and how people feel uh, they th- these modifications might be
2: described more as one or as the other The hype is a little bit klugy but not excessively kludgy
5: yeah, it's yeah. kludgy in the same way as like the millennium falcon like they're they're. Parts of the plating that have been replaced that are clearly a different color from a different class of freighter—it uh, it still works. It holds together. It's not going
2: to leak oxygen out of the hold or anything. It's just—it's just a little funny. Just a little off. Fair enough, Greg. Yes, and that. Okay.
4: Um, what little say Kurt was able to direct his funding into the ship uh, he directed into providing better quarters both for himself and for the rest of the crew um, so the living space the living spaces are a bit more comfortable than your standard freighter. Uh, He also insisted on a fairly robust commons room, partially so everybody can relax, partially so it can also be utilized as gymnasium space, not just for the other people, but especially for himself and his gene pals to spar and train in. And also Mm. knowing the fighters he is with to train
2: and spar
4: spar in. Fuck.
2: Six
5: of
6: one.
5: Half dozen of the other. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought you said we don't mix those.
6: After. They don't. <laughs> after. Look, I just...
0: Hmm. Here we are again, having the same fight you'll always have. Weird.
6: Sequencing. Hilarious. Ethan.
0: All right.
3: So one of the nice things about being modular like this having kind of like a haphazard all over the place um, appearance is that it makes it pretty easy uh, for the Hypatia to uh, change its appearance uh, to keep a low profile. Mm. So we have lots of parts of the exterior hole can be sort of um, detached, flipped around, recolored reattached in slightly different forms uh quickly and easily. So that uh if we need to evade uh if we need to 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 not somebody who might who might have dealt with us in the past, they might not be familiar with our with our ship's uh description. So it's uh it's very helpful for for keeping a low profile that way. And of course their interior systems, transponder, signal disguiser things and such like that to make it work. The same way on a, you know, on a digital signals basis. Hell of a lot more impressive than James Bond's rotating license plate. (laughs) Correct. There is also a rotating license plate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let it be. There's a (laughs) rotating license plate on the back. Nobody knows exactly why there's an eight license plate drum that happens to point towards the back. Or what the (laughs) fuck a license plate is. But there's a button. There's a button on the bridge that silent reading can press that flips it exactly one step. (laughs) And if they keep pressing it, they can go all the way around. But you have to remember where you are in the steps because it's not labeled. The button's not labeled. And it's not clear that the license plates are labeled. You
3: got
2: to
7: have somebody go outside and check.
2: (laughs) Exactly. And Dan.
7: Well, I mean, everyone else would have to have somebody
1: go outside and check. But when I was working on the outside of the ship, you know, doing maintenance like you do, because everyone on the crew has to do maintenance. I added some transponders so I could tell which is what. You know, short range. Um. Because that's the sort of you know, be prepared kind of attitude, uh, actually, no, you know what that doesn't make sense for this character. Strike that. um yes. and so okay, so it's reconfigurable. It's easily alterable to look like different things. And it has ridiculously good thermal shielding, which sort of mm. lets us be not seen as well in space. I mean, you can't hide anything in space, but you can make it harder. And by golly, that metamaterial stuff's pretty great. And it just shouldn't be there, and no one notices it until we turn it on. Then they don't notice us, which is all good.
0: So, what I'm hearing is the Hypatia is an oriented ship. It's not a globe.
6: Mm -hmm.
0: It's about two-thirds cargo capacity but that that cargo capacity can be subdivided.
2: Um, It's reconfigurable, however that works. It's kludgy, but
0: in a a homey sort of way, not in a y'all can't afford to keep this shit up sort of way. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a whole bunch of license plates on the back and fantastic signals intelligence capabilities. For reasons. Mm-hmm. Rather apparent reasons? Uh, yeah, Not to the people you work with. Work with? I mean, the merchants you oh. work with. All the other intelligence agencies look at you and go, oh, thems are spies. Yeah.
1: Well, that's if they actually look at us, but why would they? We're just a freighter.
0: Right. That's rather the idea. Yes. Uh, and it turns yeah. out that y'all can be a stealth freighter, if needs be.
6: If needs be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so it sounds like the Hypatia is a wonderful ship that everyone loves, and it will never, ever be harmed. Of course not.
6: Please stop lying to us like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not lying if I intend to break it. I don't intend to break it the first game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay.
1: Okay, so do we we have a, a, I guess, company mission statement then?
0: I'm so glad you asked, because that was the very next thing I wanted to come to. Dan, kick us off. What, What is your current
2: mission? What are you all trying? Not your current mission. What is your current goal as a company?
7: Well, earn enough from the cover job to keep flying. Deep um,
0: Firefly reference. I'm here for it.
7: Could be, could be,
1: um, and to find out, find things that no one else has seen in hundreds or thousands or billions of years, because that's what's good. That's what we need to know. What was lost in editing?
6: <laughs> I like look how, that how those whole crazy. star
1: systems that we're on the edge
2: of. Larry they should be right over there. To editing.
4: Oh yeah, I wrote that down too. <laughs> Yep.
2: Lost knowledge.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I love it when it's made easy for me. You know, well, what I mean, works. why
1: not? <laughs> I, th- I thought this was all pointed at that.
0: <laughs> we'll get that. It's uh... I
4: know people who use subtext and they're all cowards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Truth is right there. It's painted bright red. You can see it. Look at it. Right shiny, it's shiny
0: um, and red. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: um, you yeah, we're we're Alice librarians, but you know no one needs to know that.
0: Like, uh, Ethan, what do you think about those goals? We got two goals. Is that enough goals, or is you
3: there might, more? You might say that our goals are to seek out old life and old civilization. Yes. <laughs> 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 to boldly go where someone has definitely
1: gone before.
6: And find them again. <laughs> I love it.
1: Yes, I <laughs> right, we're done. That's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are Indiana Jones meets Star Trek in a space fantasy Star Wars universe. Nothing could possibly go wrong.
2: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> what situations the are from
1: under our control? Nonsense.
0: Laura, yes. How how do you feel about being? This belongs in a museum while also being Star Trek in Star Wars.
2: Woohoo! Well, that's the answer to that.
6: A local library.
1: <laughs> hey.
0: The copy
6: oh, what? goes to
1: Alice. What are, those, what are those little tiny neighborhood library things called again? Little Free Libraries?
7: Yes.
2: Free Libraries?
1: A little free library in space.
7: Except for the free part, we charge.
6: Sorry, it belongs in Museum A's country of origin. There you go. All right. All
7: dead, so there's that.
5: It's, yeah, it's, it's a little strange trying to place artifacts in their country of origin when you're studying dead civilizations.
6: Look, dead civilizations are don't have to be in the country of origin then we just have to be, you know, very careful not to damage the artifact.
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, seems fair. So, Jared, as I'm picturing this galaxy full of three major
0: um formerly separate species, Uh, And lots of, you know, smaller one planet species Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that must sing across the universe to get where they're going. I see in my mind's eye something that looks vaguely and not uh, unintentionally like the Milky Way with
2: the Sargoso expanse conspicuously towards the like in one of the arms why would you go to a planet close to there? What rumor have you all heard about that planet Oh, interesting. What's our gossip? heard about that planet?
5: <clears throat> Refresh my memory because oh. I don't have the uh no, actually, do I? No, I don't think I do. I don't have the notes from our, our uh, microscope sessions. Uh, uh, check, and...
4: check the doc called Nagliatsu in the folder. Oh,
2: hey, what do you know?
4: <laughs> You're
2: welcome. Thank you, oh. Greg. You're welcome. Oh, this is exactly what I was looking for. Um... Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm tempted to uh, to sort of skirt the edges of this, but only in a
5: only in a diegetic sense. Uh, on, on the meta level, it, it won't break any of the rules we've set out. Uh, there are rumors of recorded
2: telepathic powers on this planet, and as far as we can tell by modern science, that's fucking impossible. Okay, but I mean, we know magic exists. Yeah. We know elemental
0: magic exists.
1: Ah, that's fair.
0: Because one of your crew members fucks around with fire. Well, fucks around with thermal energy, so can make ice, can make uh, fire.
6: Look, making...
0: The snow clothes are pretty it's awesome. It's a lot
6: easier to create heat for me than to pull it away from something else. I'm much better at creating plasma than ice, okay? Ah... Uh. That's fair. Mm. And I'm really only working on the plasma when we're on planet.
0: Good. Because it explodes?
6: Well, I don't want it to explode, but explosions in space seem really bad. It's true. So, you Mm -hmm. know, I'm working on the induction heating side of this fire elemental work. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) At least when we're in space.
2: (gasps)
0: I just imagine you staring angrily at a at a blue pot going,
2: boil
6: faster. (laughs) And it does. And it does. Why would I stare at it? I have my hands on it.
5: Bless your heart for thinking about the
4: consequences of your actions. (laughs) At least a few people on her ship do.
1: I mean, literally her job, keep us safe.
7: Mm
4: -hmm. It's true.
6: All right, great. So if some of you die. I don't get a good bar fight.
0: Also fair.
7: Could be the same time.
2: Hard to say.
0: Ethan. Yes. Who who on the crew is the person that Alice
2: sends um, suggestions to? Hmm. Hmm. I would think
0: that might be the ship's librarian. I was going to say, why isn't it you?
3: Uh, probably because they don't trust me exactly
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> not to be in charge of anything anyway
0: <laughs> I do
3: my job very effectively but um, they're not gonna they're not, they don't want me to be the first person to know about things I'm picturing your annual performance review. poor leadership
0: aptitude
6: <laughs> <laughs> excellent, lead. excellent excellent Somewhere. task
0: completion excellent task
6: completion <laughs> Poor leadership capacities needs more work on um, interpersonal
4: connections.
0: It's, cheer, it's <laughs> cheerful Please stop lying.
4: It's <laughs> cheerful humming the ship librarian.
0: No, it's yeah.
3: uh, who's the it was it was uh, Blaze Pascal as the ship's librarian. Right. Yes, that is yeah. correct. So I imagine they're the ones who probably get the leads.
0: And by
1: leads <laughs> <a> brief the <laughs> officer as it were.
0: Yes. You know, I actually really like this idea that the ship's librarian is kind of y'all's commissar.
2: Uh-huh. But, it's a,
0: but it's extraordinary. It's not like, if you do not follow the orders of Mother Russia, I will shoot you. It's more like, hey, guys, the library called. Uh,
6: here's, the, here's the research dossier I've pulled together for us.
0: And, and here's this like really cool tip. And if we do it, they're going to pay us a couple hundred grand.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's really should, cool looking.
0: It's yeah. really fucking cool. It's like all driven by nerd shit. It's a yep. nerd shit. Yes. It's a nerd shit. Commissar. And they talk in memes.
2: Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> They're into vibes. Um. <laughs> uh, huh. Okay. So. I feel like we got characters. Nice. I feel like those characters
0: have fleshed out the crew. I feel like we have an interesting sounding
2: ship. And a reason for this crew to keep flying. Greg. Mm -hmm.
0: Does
6: the librarian actually outrank the captain?
2: Do you all have a
6: captain? Okay, the librarian is the captain.
0: (laughs) I feel like that's really boring, and they don't want to do it. probably like
3: it's yeah. is about telling other people what to do. Their their I mean, job is to give us the mission. Somebody else. What we
1: got is a pilot and a navigator to tell them where to go. Right. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I, I feel like the, the the librarian has indefinitely delegated those tasks because those aren't the fun parts of their job. Yes.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> I mean, we're all pretty in, like, we're, we're confident, independent offer. It is there's no real need for hierarchy,
0: right? <laughs> oh, I'm sure dear. this anarcho-communist commune bullshit will not bite you in the ass <laughs> immediately.
6: I get really, shouty. I get shouty when things start exploding. Yeah. Usually it's bullets or the equivalent, the pew-pew equivalent of bullets exploding. But sometimes it's ship-based emergencies, too. And then I get shouty. Are you the
0: ship safety officer? Mm, yeah, that Security. makes sense. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yep. yep. Timba Tem- would be the one that's nominally in charge in the event of, you know, interaction with hostile things, whether they be forces or, you know, fire.
0: Yes. Yeah. Or um,
1: vacuum, or, you know, whatever.
0: I feel like Roscoe might be as close. To, no, you don't have any command at all.
1: I don't have any what command. Oh, I I have some. Uh, I have three points in command and none of the skills under it. It's fine. Yeah, you
0: don't have any skills.
1: No, but uh, also remember that um, he doesn't want to be in charge. He just wants to fly the damn ship because that's what he does. He yeah. flies the ship, keeps everyone safe. That's what he does.
2: So I feel like what
0: this comes I, down to I, is that silent. I have really the aptitude. Yeah, I, that's what I was about to say. Is that like silent reading is the one that like sits in the chair? In that there is a chair where a captain would sit if you all had a captain. But when it comes to actually having a fucking conversation, he's
2: like, Kai, speak to the filthy Zeno. And we for some reason you do. Yeah. Like, I, I, I ha- Kai has the aptitude to
5: uh take charge of a crew. He he has in fact squad leader as one of the things he has done in his past. Uh but what he lacks is uh judgment. So therefore
2: mm-hmm.
5: yeah. mm-hmm. so I think that the system works because uh if, if somebody who is less of an <laughs> impulsive psycho is deciding what ought to be done and what who ought to be talked to
0: kai is good at making it happen so you're the special weapons and other people are the tactics
6: pretty what, much what's your command plus inspire six okay that's
7: you actually that's have bad. those skills yes.
1: then
6: exactly yes Oh, and that just, reminds
1: me. Only someone needs to nudge you in the right direction, then you do the things.
6: Why do yeah. you have inspire instead of intimidate? Don't ask I have both. Oh, yeah. okay, never mind.
0: Um, remind the listeners both how we get through wormholes that travel through hell uh, and how
2: you do it. Ah,
5: yes, that's right. Um, so to travel through the warp gates, uh, which travel through either a dimension or possibly a lack of dimension. The science is unclear. Uh, It's it's very stressful for organic life. Uh, tends to disrupt not just the physical structures of things, but also the sanity of anybody experiencing it. Uh, And... For whatever reason, the thing that helps keep everything stable, in addition to the actual navigation task, uh, which, whenever possible, Kai takes a somewhat unconventional, eyeballing it approach, uh, navigating more by intuition than book learning. Uh, once you've done the, the the physical navigating part of it, you need some form of music to keep everybody from losing their minds. Although Kai knows plenty of traditional sea shanties from his time being a pirate and those will come up. He he is also, well, the country of Tonga doesn't exist. the if long future of the mm-hmm. setting, but he is what our earth would recognize as Tongan. So uh, a, a Haka or Kailao is Totally
2: expected and normal. So he scares dead space into compliance. You could say that. Yeah, it tracks. I'm done. Hmm. Greg, to take us out, um, tell me what was your first ex- like
0: lived experience being on the quote-unquote bridge of this crazy-ass merchant ship when your ship's bard, cum Navigator, starts shouting its space to make it behave?
4: Well, um, going f- through a lot of things and having experienced a lot, uh, he, uh, Kurt, certainly hadn't experienced that. But, um, there's something reassuring about how while a lot of other navs will just sing and a lot of them go towards the traditionalist route of sea shanty, there is something just more comforting in somebody being like forceful and heroic in their singing slash chanting to make the, uh, keep the focus of the crew as they go through the warp. So, uh, certainly was not what Kurt was expecting through his prior times through the warp, but not unwelcome.
2: Fair enough.
0: So with that, I think we have genuinely come to a good conclusion for our, our session zero slash 0.5. Um, Any other add-ins, questions, comments, concerns, delightful speculation? Well,
7: okay, so mission is one of the three passions, right? Uh, On
5: the
1: character sheet, mission, duty, craving?
5: It is. So that's more of a personal
1: mission. Right, but within the context of what the company is doing, which we now have established. I'm still kind of drawing a blank on what that could look like.
3: Well, mine um, so is simply acquire valuable materials for the Alexandrian library. That's what I have down under mission. And my personal mission
5: is getting revenge on the pirate captain who originally press-ganged me. I hold grudges for a really long
1: time. Yeah, I tucked my revenge under craving because it's not really work-related.
4: It doesn't necessarily have the bastard. be <laughs> work-related, though. Because, like, true. Mine is fine true love because I ended up rolling. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, as yeah, your mission or your uh, as my mission oh, well because that's my love triangle um what i rolled
1: all right so
7: so it yeah,
4: doesn't well. necessarily have to be related to the company right got it all right what it says in the book
0: is that a mission is a short-term goal that the character has decided to accomplish okay when you are directly got pursuing it. your mission you get to add an extra die to all your pools uh, and if you actually intentionally take an action that jeopardizes the mission or that, co- that would cause you to miss an, a chance to pursue it, you take a 1D penalty to all those roles. Yep. Uh, so it's about what you're doing, and that could be about what y'all are doing, or it could be something that's in contravention of what the ship's supposed to be doing,
2: or it could just be orthogonal. Got okay. it. Alright, I'll have to figure out a craving. Alas.
5: I mean, they can be related, but to use me as an example again, my craving...
1: I think think Mission mission of Vengeance kind of covers it.
6: It's true.
0: That's a long-term goal.
6: Can we find out what the current assigned mission to our ship is? And I can make something related? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I,
1: I, think, I think thing. Ethan quoted it. We need to rediscover strange old worlds.
4: Uh-huh. Yes, well, I, I'm looking well, for a more specific... Well, as, as Jared mentioned, we're going to that planet of telepaths
5: to see if we can supposed find... Or telepaths.
4: Telepathy okay. magic.
1: Well, that's what we were told. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, yeah. Impossible telepathy. Um, right, so we're yeah, going that, to a planet that has reportedly uh, a, a recorded... Instance, or many, potentially, of something that we think is impossible.
0: Uh, Moreover, the couple of cities that, from which, from whence these reports came, um, one of four of them has
2: reported a, a raid? By something? they're They're having a hard time describing it. Um, lo- lots
0: of like there's some bizarre gene pal in the comms traffic. Uh, there's riding gene pals in the traffic. Uh, those gene pals are look like giant leopards with um uh, with
2: lamprey mouths instead of faces. Oh, that's good. Um, that's normal. And it was weird. Most of the
0: discussion is about how these guys just appeared, and then
2: by the time the shouting stopped, they were gone. Was it uh, something like that? Did something like
1: that allegedly happen at the library a while ago?
0: Funny you should mention that, as uh, your your dear and beloved Blaise Pascal uh, pops out of the elevator up to the bridge. Um, Alice is interested in this because the reports sound very similar to a raid that happened in prehistory. Ah, uh. um, and they're really interested in finding out. Why the fuck this random raid on the edge of the Sargasso Expanse
2: sounds like a raid that happened at the library thousands of years ago? Because it doesn't seem like those two things should light up. Hmm. Hmm. So, that's what you're doing. You're going to investigate a bunch of supposed telepaths
0: who may or may not have been murder-extorted by a bunch of yahoos riding what looked like Jean pal leopards with um, lamprey uh, mouths for heads.
1: That sounds perfectly normal.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Yeah.
2: They call them leech cats? Can't imagine why. They're wrong. Yeah. Anyway. So one last question: the
1: company's name—is it the ship's name, or do we have a different name for our company, as it were?
0: Uh, you are the bucanistes.
1: We are. You are. Isn't that a little bit suspicious for a bunch of merchants? I forget why.
6: Uh, the B Squad. Um, also, it's a bookstore. They're book stalls. Book stalls in France, France. Yeah. on the Seine. France. Yes. Oh, bucanistes!
1: not Buccaneer. Okay, yeah. got it.
4: B- Buccaneers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but yes also you could make a buccaneer joke of
6: course we are we are the buccanese day what, yeah. what we tell everybody are is that we're the hypatia mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Oh, why are you going to this random ass planet like what's your merchant reason for going
4: delivery I don't they, they, if, if a lot of raids have happened they need supplies that's fair you're a bunch of opportunistic things. assholes
5: there we go. Um, uh, War profiteering is really
0: easy to explain. It really is. All right. I think we have enough for session zero, or session one, now that we've had session zero. Um, good night, Internet.
6: Good
2: night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good
0: night, Internet. Good night.